To all be patty special sauce for cheese pickles and your honey special cheese I sit alone in my four-cornered room staring at candles. But that shit is on. Let me drop some shit like this here. Welcome back, everybody, to the bottom of the pit podcast where we look to the moon and swap our palettes. I am... As per usual, Mick will be Goldberg, and today I have two people on with me again. You know him, you love him, please introduce yourself. The Bunzai Wolfburger, oh yeah! And the Jamaican Shake, oh yeah! The Jamaican Shake and Bonsai Wolfburger, oh yeah! They have not paired up on the show together yet, so I am really excited to get this thing underway. How are you guys feeling today? Great. Feeling pretty good. Feeling good. Not sick. Feeling not sick. That's all yes. we can do right now. <laughs> That's all we can do. Um, I don't want to uh, dilly dally too long because we have kind of a lot of very unrelated topics to hit today. Okay. Uh, so we're gonna hop right into it. Um, a big part of of fighting games and a big part of a lot of people's memories with fighting games, especially people who have. Uh, any arcade experience who have played these things in arcade are the final bosses, the big bads, the ones you always fight to, uh, fight to get to, whether it's Ogre from Tekken 3 or Bison from, from uh, I almost said Tekken 2, from Street Fighter 2. Or seven other iterations of Street Fighter. Yes, <laughs> all pr- usually with Bison yeah. at the end. Um, but I want to ask you guys, uh, what do you think the final boss... Uh, kind of serves in the overall experience of fighting games. Uh, we'll start with Keeves first. The final boss is just that last, like, like that last little thing you need to hop over to win. Like, he's your final challenge. Like, he's what makes it worth it to me. Like, there's always, like, on every fighting game, you, like, pretty much you'll run through arcade, and then, like, I don't know, or level 7 or level 8 character will be, like, god tier. And you're just like, just let me get to the final boss. The final boss should be that hard character that makes you test your actual, like, skill. Like, you can test your skills online, but if you're not playing online, that's what the boss character's for. Yeah, yeah. I, see, I agree. Hey, here's what the boss character's really for. Uh-huh. Hey, yo, you better lose so you can give me more money. <laughs> that's what it is for. But I do agree in the sense that I think more so than just being an overpowered character, it should be more of a... I have to use every tool that I've learned mm-hmm. on my way up this tower to be able to beat this thing. Whether you know it's like this, like moves or combos that you learn, like it shouldn't. That like I'm not gonna go too deep into it at this point, but yeah, pretty much it's, it should just be the ultimate fighter that requires you to really know what you're doing. Like you shouldn't be able to spam or do whatever to beat this guy. You should be able to use this per like all your skills that you acquired mm-hmm. and utilize them, and that's how you beat them. Because yeah. in my opinion, it's like anybody can pick up the sticks and play a game, right? And just play whatever. Like you could like, throw your little brother, sister, like the controller, and they can just match their way all the way up mm-hmm. to the final boss. But that final boss is going to be what makes you become like a gamer, like get better at what you do, mm-hmm. t- teach you what you can and can't do. Right. Right. It's very rare that you can mash your way and defeat the final boss. Yeah. Most most bosses are not designed that way, and depending on the game, it really they sometimes you can't even play the game normally yeah. to beat the final mm-hmm. boss. But that might be for a later 
for a later topic. That's um that's interesting. See, and it's um interesting you brought up the earlier point. You said it in like in jest. But that's all about that money. Yeah, because yeah. you could tell like some of these early bosses, like you can tell they were just made yeah. to be broken and cheap to get you to keep dropping those quarters right. and dropping those quarters. Mm-hmm. Um. So, uh, when we talk about final bosses and all these um all these different fighting games, because you know there's so many. And they all have to have their own separate bosses. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you like? Like when you're you hit that final boss, uh, what are you hoping for in that fight? What's like the ideal final boss for you guys? Mm, for me, I think an ideal one is is one that is fair. Like I want like there's so many games that I just feel like when you get to the final boss, it's like that's what you just don't want to do just because it's annoying. Like, it doesn't feel like I'm fighting someone who's just like, oh, here's this mess mm-hmm. that I have to get through. Like, I want a, I want them to be strong and difficult, but I also want it to be on, like, a equal level. Mm-hmm. I want to be like, okay, this person's strong, this person's strong. I think Street Fighter does that pretty well. That it's, like, either difficult, but they're very much possible without, like, having the, like, oh, let me just, like, spam this Hadouken over and over and let me like do this one hit over and over again just because it does damage like you can overcome that boss just through skill than just cheesing it you know yeah that's what I would want though okay I like a final boss who like strikes fear into me like especially in a storyline like makes me fear who they are as a character and stuff and I'm like oh my god I should have known they would have had like something god tier like that but who I can like like you were just saying skill up and right. beat eventually and it's not just cheap like uh Damn, they just did the automatic grab kill. On yeah, exactly. Oh, like I a one, like a one hit kill. Yeah, right. That like shit's that. annoying. But if it's just like a boss character who has all these flashy moves and they're not super overpowered, but you know, like, goddamn, that's how that character should be. That's why I like in a final boss mm. character. Okay. Do you think there's a way to make a final boss pretty much just as strong as a regular character while still feeling like a final boss? Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think um, like I would count like Sagat in that. Yeah, I, okay. I mean, I honestly okay. think they did a great job with Gil in Street Fighter Five. Oh yeah, yeah. I think Gil feels very boss-like, but not broken. Like his this capability, it might come with that meta, with like the like the retribution meta. It's just something that's on top of that makes him feel very powerful, but fair at the same time. And Akuma, you can kind of count that in since he's kind of like a secret boss. He feel, Akuma always feels strong, but there's never a sense that. This character is unbeatable. Right. Not um. Not nowadays. At right. least not in in current. Days. Yeah, not current. Because that kind of strikes a chord on something I hate with boss characters. Like I hate it when they make a boss character god tier on like the fucking boss fight itself. But then you get them, unlock them as a character, and none of that exists. Oh, and, and they're weak as yeah. shit. Yeah, I hate that so much. It's like, what about that movie where he rained down thunder from the sky? Like, you really thought they would bring that over? Do you have an example for that? Uh, the only one that comes to my mind close there's a ton of them, but the one that comes off the top of my mind is um Yuriko slash Uranus from Bloody Roar oh. One. Oh okay. She, where she okay. was just the giant chimera freaking reaching across the whole screen beating the crap out of you, and then you finally get to play her on Bloody Roar Two, she's a kitty. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Uranus. Well that's for like story purposes, yeah. though, right? It, she was Oracle on that, but then right. then you find out it was Uranus, but it was just no it was just not what you wanted or anything. But I could also argue in that exact Opposite. I guess back then it wasn't as much of an issue because, you know, online, mm-hmm. there was no online back then. But with like Street Fighter 3 when they added Gil and he's just <laughs> broken, like, it was like, well, 
Let's not have that character. Yeah. Or also, wasn't Seth like that? Was he like really powerful as a boss, but then but you had him as a character he wasn't that in, good? In Vanilla Street Fighter yeah. Four, he was. And this might not be true. This is from like what what I experienced right. in Super in the original Street Fighter Four, mm-hmm. like not Super. Right. Um, when you unlocked Seth, he was pretty weak. I thought he was pretty weak, really? and right. he was very strong as a final boss. Yeah, that's, yeah. So something like that. And then Super Street Fighter Four, I guess they buffed him, and he became really good. Right. Well, better than what he was. Um, but. Yeah, he, he made him look really Shout good. Out. Shout out. Uh, Seth was really interesting as a final boss in um, Street Fighter 4 because like he was hard. like mm-hmm. He was just hard naturally, mm-hmm. but if you ever taunted him, his difficulty went up. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. yeah. I, know, I, remember <laughs> told, I remember you told me that before. Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, the PTSDs is hitting me. <laughs> nah, that know. was actually a case in um, Blaze Blue 1 and, and one and 2, too, where if you hit arc, if you hit taunt, the difficulty went up. But you also got a full gauge of um of um, meter. Oh, well. so you had a hundred from the get, but then the g- computer like go and then I'll know like, what did you just do to me? Wait, is that the one when Hazuma was the final boss? He was the final boss in the second one. Oh, okay. So I, yeah, you could do it on him too. But he had his um when you want to get someone as a final boss, he was also um an unlimited character when you fought him. So oh, okay. That so made it more just sense. kind of yeah. So how do you guys feel about final bosses that are kind of regular characters but kind of beefed up like a unlimited like an unlimited version of Hosmo for like story purposes for like strictly story oh. purposes? Me personally I like that cuz I'm like all right cool this is the final countdown boom they're going to be on some crap. Okay. To I me want... oh no no. Oh, I see to me it's a it kind of depends. I think how I think I would prefer it in a more how they would do it in later Blaze Blues, where it's like Hazma and Terami are like kind of the same character, but I'm not gonna get into it because time travel nonsense. Mm-hmm. But it's like Terami is Hazma but different. Mm-hmm. I kind of prefer that than like we. It, this is the same character you can play as. We just buffed them up a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's di- it's also sets a different precedent in a game where you might have to unlock that character. Because in a game, if like you turn on like the game and you have all those characters, you already have the boss character. And then, like, he doesn't seem like a boss character. And he's just like, okay, this is a character that is just in the game and I can already play as him. And then he's just like, oh, now I can shoot two of these because I'm a boss. Yeah. I just feel like that's, like, kind of lazier. Yeah. Than, like, just actually molding, like, its own boss character. Okay. Like, I think the boss character should be made as a boss character first. And then, like, balance down to a normal character Mm -hmm. versus... Them just making all characters and then buffing one to make them yeah. the boss. Right. Just, I think I prefer the, the latter. Right, just having more damage or double yeah. projectile instead exactly. of a single projectile. Yeah. To go off of Blaze Blue again, I like it when some games do this, um, where they'll buff the final boss character up and he's nothing like how you play him. Mm-hmm. But they also buff your character up so yeah. for the storyline purpose. Okay, I like it when they do purposes. stuff like that. Now now that um fighting games are getting more and more story and oriented, like, you know, Street Fighters got their story mode, mm-hmm. MK's had their story mode for a while. Yeah. And Tekken's got a story mode. Um It's got something. It's got something. If you wanna <laughs> call it, if you wanna call that a story mode. I mean even Soul Calibur's got their story mode. Yeah. Um how would you guys feel if games started to kind of forego just traditional final bosses and went for more character specific final bosses? Do you mean in the sense that it's like every character kind of has like their rival fighter that becomes their final boss? Yeah, kind of like that. Um, if for an example, say you're just playing as Ryu in Street Fighter, okay. right? And um, you go through the things. Maybe your rival right. fight is Sagat or whatever. Okay. And then maybe your sub boss is Akuma, but because mm-hmm. you're Ryu, like his greatest 
challenge isn't Akuma. Right. It's it would be Kage like, or Evil Ryu. Yeah. Okay. And if Kage was his final boss, but he's the only one with Kage as a final boss. Mm-hmm. I see what you mean. Um, I mean, I don't mind that in a sense, but I also feel like it's bad for a narrative. If you want to like have a long overarching narrative, okay. You kind of have to have at least one like one big boss mm-hmm. just to string along all those threads. But from like, I kind of liked how. Street Fighter, like, 4, and I think 5 does it, too, with, like, the rival battles, mm-hmm. who they're, like, mini-bosses, but, like, they're not really, but it's just kind of, like, narratively they're connected, so it kind of feels like a bigger match, and they do, like, their cinematic right. Sometimes intros that- stuff, and that's really cool, like, I think that's a cool thing to do, but I wouldn't, I feel like I would always still prefer a big boss. Okay, the out of all of them. Yeah. I'm on the same page with you, especially, like, like you said, like, Street Fighter and other mm-hmm. games, they used to just do that... Like, you do play the story mode for the story mode, but then if you just did, like, individual characters in arcade mode, you got that mm. most of the time. Now, most games, it's just the final boss is the final boss, but they'll just make up a quick storyline for it. But the old school games used to do story mode, and then it would be a rival fight at the end. So, I'm just incorporating that in the arcade mode like you used to, and then right. you just had the story mode separate. Right. See, I like rival fights a lot. And, like, on Street Fighter Four, sometimes the rival fights felt even better better than the mm. boss fight because not everyone's got a feasible reason to be right. fighting Seth you know yeah like when say um say it was Cody's rival fight that's my favorite mostly for right. for music purposes mm. uh, but he's fighting Guy and that's a cool fight um and Cody doesn't really have a reason to go fight Seth yeah the narrative tie is definitely more strong like it's more strongly connected to Guy yeah Cody and Guy history. so the fact that they're fighting they're fighting yeah. is way more impactful than Cody fighting Seth I definitely like agree that. But at the same time, I feel like in that sense, that's almost a detriment to writing. Like, I feel like if you have the, a big boss should have connection to every character in the game. In some way. That's how I think at least. Right. Because there's some characters in, um, in Street Fighter 4 that don't even know who Seth is. Exactly. Like, it's like, why would Akuma give two craps about Seth? Right. Like, what is, like, what does he care about? If anything, he's just trying to box him. Just some food they can <laughs> Honestly, the way you guys are making the jokes right now reminds me of how, like, Street Fighter Five is now. How your know, your fights will be with someone completely that they don't know anything. They'll be like, I don't know who you are, but you just bumped into me. So right. We want to fight. And it's a freaking fight. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that was, like, the detriment just because Street Fighter Five had, like, eight characters at the beginning. Yeah, and, and it, it took forever for it's the like, actual story mode to yeah, come it's out. Like, can we have Gal and Cammy fight? Like, and it, I don't think that's his rival but to say like that's what it's felt like like didn't your boy um fang have like a really stupid fight at the end Who uh, the story mode yeah, at his arcade oh his or, or his, his I can't remember. in what? fang's arcade he only fought bison it was just bison back to back to back okay but his oh. whole dilemma was that he just couldn't kill bison like oh, he, that's right. he really like wanted to kill the fuck out of bison bison <laughs> wasn't dying fang's he, see, I like him as a design. Like, as design and powers, I like him. But it was where they placed Fang in the story as a sub-boss. Yeah. He's not sub-boss material. No. Now, that's, that's an interesting point. What do you think makes for a, um, for, as far as uh, design-wise, what do you think makes for a good final boss? Because clearly Fang is not final boss material, but they tried to make him final mm. boss material. Balls. Okay. I'm not, I'm not talking about, like, loins. Like, it could be a girl sub-boss. I'm talking about, like... Is this guy who like I was speaking for a final like I was speaking for a final boss just intimidates you and you're just like dang this is the final the, the semi boss who am I going to go against as the final boss like on Street Fighter one or two wasn't Balrog like 
a semi ball, like a two. Semi two. Yeah. yeah, but he would beat the crap out of you, and he was tough. Like he yeah. like you didn't take him for granted. Like it can't be a guy like Fang where you look at him like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing with Balrog is, uh, at least for me, when I was a kid. Like, you play through the arcade, and you're fighting all these characters you've seen before, and then Balrog pops up on the screen, and you're like, who's yeah. Balrog? Like, yeah. he's not on the character's left screen at all. But go on, Dale. I'm sorry. I oh, like no. Um, do you mean sub-boss or final boss? Just final boss. Like, final boss. I mean, for me, my oh, personal... Final boss? Sub-boss, final boss. It's kind I, of the same. Like My personal preference with boss, with the final boss, is always something more humanoid, mm-hmm. because I feel like it's a better utilization of the skills that you learn. Tekken does it all. The Tekken did it with like Tekken Six with Azrael, was it Azazel? Azazel, yeah. And uh, Blazewood did it with like the Black Beast. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, like these giant final bosses are not good. I'm sorry, like they're just not fun to fight because you don't really use what you learn to fight them. You're just kind of like, oh, I hope I win. Especially like, Azazel. Yeah, Azazel's trash. Like, at garbage. least the Black Beast had story purposes. Yeah. Azazel just, like, came from yeah, nowhere. For, yeah, Azazel just, like, I'm No Azazel. precursors to Azazel. He He's just like, was. Okay, like, yeah. I, that's, I prefer a humanoid. Something that kind of, you know, it almost like how they hold themselves, I think, is really important. Like, I guess, I, and that's one reason why I think Sagat versus Fang. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, not a contest in just what they're... How one would work for a sub-boss and how one wouldn't. Because, mm-hmm. like, Fang's, like, a weasel. He's, like, oh, <laughs> like, let me get up in there. Like, let me sneak around. So, God's, like, don't even step near me or I'm going to trash you just for looking at me. Yeah, weird. honestly. Like, and that's just, like, the energy that they emit. And it's just, like, you don't feel cool for being Fang, but you'll feel cool for being Sagat. Right. Like, I think that's what is most important. Not to mention, Fang's whole playstyle is, like, really cowardly. It's, mm-hmm. like, poison them and, like, try to stay away while they're poisoned. Yeah. Like, that's not, that's not, like, boss material. Yeah, yeah like, imagine in your case, um, Mick will be, like, you are, you're playing Tekken. You already know the, the final boss is going to be, like, on Tekken. It's going to be, like, Heiachi Dojin or something like that. Mm-hmm. But you find out, like, your, your sub-boss is, like, all right, go against Xiaoyu. She is the sub-boss. She is... The most evil of evil right now. <laughs> Xiao Yu is the See, sub boss of Tekken. Immediate Tekken-y. giggle that you just did. That's the feeling. <laughs> but I want to ask you um, um, you brought up Azazel and how he's like super um, like inhuman. He's right. very weird looking. How did you feel about uh, True Ogre in Tekken 3? I mean. Because a lot of people have very fond memories of True Ogre. See, I also think there's like there's a sense of nostalgia. Now, I like Tekken 3 was like my first Tekken. Okay. And I don't. I haven't played Tekken 3 legitimately, like in a way. Like now, lately, within like years, where I'm like, I gotta beat this arcade. Right, and with your more refined skills. Yeah, I haven't done that, so I'm not entirely sure. I know in versus mode, True Ogre gets fucking destroyed by Yoshimitsu's sword. That was very weird. That was arcade thing. That was a very weird scenario. Yeah, I don't know if you remember Bonsai, but like. And for the audience, there was a time where uh, we were all, we had like a game night, a classic game night. We played, um, it was Tekken 5, but it had all the old Tekken, yeah. aside from Tekken 4. Yeah. And we played Tekken 3, and and uh, Shaky picked True Ogre, and I picked Yoshimitsu, and I, and I killed him in... It was uh, like the one 10 hit combo, I like, killed him. Like, no, out. it wasn't the 10 hit. Was it not it even was, 10 hit? No, it was his um, shark attack. Oh, okay. That's uh, where he does the flip kick and then he'll yeah. dive forward with his head and then do the launch. And that killed that killed all his health. Yeah. 100%, 100%. of his health gone. I was so like, that was very strange. But I think he would probably be more annoying now. I probably would be more... Like, for me personally, 
I think uh, Jimpachi on Tekken 5 had the perfect mix. Okay. Like, he he's, did. like, monstrous. He's bigger than you. Mm-hmm. He does have those traits that are, like, oh, God, this guy can shoot blast out of his out of his stomach mouth. But, like, it wasn't fighting Azazel, who's giant, and yeah. is just annoying. He struck a chord in you, like, oh, my God, I know I can beat this guy. I really, yeah. like, he gave you challenge. Like, sometimes it would get... Freaking cheap with his sunglasses, like, Dodo! like yeah, when he would blast like three yeah. times. But then at the one, like, I know I can be. I just need to concentrate. Right. Azazel, which for some reason, anytime someone asks me, like, oh, like, what's a memorable boss fight? Azazel always pops up first in my head. I think he's a terrible at, boss out fight. of frustration, though. Yeah, I think he's a, a terrible boss fight. Like someone's like, think of a boss fight. I immediately think of. I'm like, I had so much frustration going <laughs> against this guy. That's because he just—he was just like a bunch of shapes. Yeah. Like he just—he had—he was vaguely Anubis-like, yeah. and then like it was a bunch of spikes and shit. Yeah. And then when he got to the second round, nowhere he bust out a brand new move set out nowhere, and then he adapted to you. Like he was like, "Oh, you beat me this way the, the first round. I know what you're gonna do this time." I was like, "How dare you, Lord?" <laughs> um. So now that we're talking about some like some trash boss fights, and one in particular with Azazel, I want to ask you, uh, both you guys, what is probably the worst thing a final boss could be a spammer the worst sp- thing um Azazel <laughs> uh the worst thing a boss could be is this I see I I recently uh, was playing uh MK11 mm-hmm. again cause Spawn came out uh-huh. and I was doing his arcade tower and I just remember how I'm really not a fan of how Netherrealm does their bosses yeah I mean, because yeah. it's just like this character who's really strong but has armor and mm-hmm. it just feels like an ordeal and it, I've noticed this ever since maybe like I don't even remember who was the final boss in Justice 1? Superman. Uh, Superman. It was probably in Justice 2 where they want to add all this fanfare with their bosses and it's just annoying. Like I don't want to go through it every time like Chronica's like oh you took a quarter of my health here's my here's oh, statue gauge. And I'm just like, I don't want to fight Cassie Cage in this boss fight. Then it's like, oh, I beat Cassie Cage, I'm back. I'm going to do more damage to me. Oh, I'm running. Here's freaking, I don't know, Jax now. Fight him now while I'm here messing with my my clock. You know, I'm just like, that's annoying as hell. Like, that makes me not want to fight you because I know it's just going to be long and boring. Yeah, and I hate, like, now that you're on that boss fight, I hate boss fights that take shifts like that. And you gotta go through like five different characters, but keep your same amount of health. Yeah. Yeah, like they won't give you anything. Like at least get your health back and stuff. It's just like it becomes. It feels like a chore. Yeah, yeah. it just becomes a chore straight up. Like, it's same thing with like, not a true fighter, but PlayStation All Stars. It gives me similar vibes to that, where it's like, oh, I, I'm a big uh, boss. That's this guy. Out. That's all that fight. Yeah, like, it was yeah. just minions. Yeah, and I'm yeah. just that's so boring. Right. Like, that's boring. the worst thing a boss fight can be is boring. Yeah. If I don't even want to do it. Yeah. That's when you failed. Yeah, and like, Netherrealm does that a lot for yeah. me. Like even with Brainiac, I was like, oh, that's who was the final boss. I was sitting here thinking, I was like, who's the final boss? And I was like using Brainiac as like an actual character in that game, but the boss, he just like giant hand, giant hand, seventy five percent. Yeah, he just like, goes background to his advantage. Yeah, I'm just like really heck? like that's what we're doing. Right, like, that's so annoying. That's corny. And then it's just like random fucking cutscenes all the time, and it's just get like it gets like the first few times you do it, it's cool. When you gotta, when you're doing it for like the thirtieth time, I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah, I also hate boss fights that limit you, like, like what you were saying, like a MKE boss, where like you'll hit them, but they won't yeah. like react to it, so they have armor. I hate that. 
Or then when they you start put in work put in combos, they won't let you do a whole combo mm-hmm. because yeah. like, oh my God. it's doing too much. So it's just like all right, cutscene, or they automatically will push you off. Yeah, I'm like. Stop. Like if they're too big to fit in, like if your combo has like a cutscene and there's like, nope, we didn't yeah. like program right. that move to work on this. That happens with fucking Chronica. She doesn't yeah. have regular stun and she's like flying, so you can't grab her. Exactly. And, so, so grappler characters don't work. Yeah. They can't grapple Chronica. And, she's like and just like uppercut, uppercut, yeah. balls. That's right. Uppercut, it's just jump that, in then uppercut. Yeah, and that's the strat. That's that's that was the bad. same thing with like how Shao Kahn was before. Before, like, you figured yeah. out, like, when you first fought him, he just had, like, standing armor. Yeah, and you're just, like, it's just, just jumping. Spear okay. does a quarter of your health from full screen. <laughs> uh, but, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Uh, but Tekken 7 bosses were just like what you were saying. Like, the, like, uh, Devil Kazumi, uh, yeah. Awakened Heiachi, Devil, um, mm-hmm. uh, and Devil Heiachi after, during combo, not Devil Heiachi, um, Devil Kazuya. Yeah. Like uh, yeah, yeah, Devil. Yeah. Uh, Mid combo, they'll teleport away. Yeah. Or break you, and then they'll hit you. Right. I, I hate that so much. I'm just like, it doesn't feel fair. Yeah. You like, take you can't that do fairness it. out. It's bo- it's like okay. It's like wow. I like I read this crazy boss's moves, but I can't punish. Yeah. Him. And that becomes a. It's not now. I can't use the skills I've learned. It's just now I have to use the strategy that I've had that I've been using for like 500 times and then it goes back to what we were talking about earlier where you're like fine I'm going to use this boss character now that I'm locked in and you can't do none of that yeah. crazy right. thing doing on you exactly. it just annoys you more you're just like get, get out of my face yeah. like I'm so excited to use you um so so um I want to just I want to flip the script a little bit right get on more positive mm-hmm. notes um what would you say each of your favorite final favorite final bosses are I'll start with you this time, Shake. My favorite final boss. Let me go through my depths a little bit. My favorite, I hear, I think, I don't know if I say it's my favorite, but it's one that sticks with me. I'm not sure why. It might just be like, I like the design. I just like the vibe. I'm a big fan of Soul Calibur 2's Inferno. Okay. I th- like, there's something about just like you're in a giant fiery pit if I remember correctly, and you're just, like, fighting him, and it just feels very... It feels cool. It feels like a final battle to me. It's all fire. Yeah. Like abyss. And it just, like, it works. I'm a big fan. I always liked the, the, the tone and how, like, MK3 and MK Trilogy felt, because it felt like a desolate world. When, and then when you're going up and you're in those cities with just, like, the paper and the trash was flying all over the place... And that just always felt cool to me when you're fighting Shao Kahn at the end. And also, similarly, uh, Idol in Killer Instinct. It's just like that tone, that feeling of getting there and you're on the bridge. And it's just like, those are the things that stand out to me. Those are like the fights that I really like. So would you say, kind of, would you say the stage is just as important as the boss itself? It definitely could be. I don't know if I would say it's as important but it, it, it might have that might add into a more like that might bring your attention into it a little bit more because I think um, I think final bosses are kind of more than the character personally mm-hmm. this is just from my childhood growing right. up um, with Idol like yeah, I'm Idol. using Idol as a direct comparison because mm-hmm. um, uh, it's just you know you have the character of Idol who's, mm-hmm. who's great and then you have a stage you don't you've never fought on this stage before yeah and um, then you have his, you know, the music, and it all comes together right. as something kind of uh, almost ominous. Mm-hmm. And Fine. same thing with Inferno, you know, it's yeah. that big epic orchestra. Exactly. And then you have Inferno. Yeah, it was literally just like 
this, this fire monster, yeah, fire but he's not like a giant fire monster. Yeah. He's like he's still fighting with swords exactly. and shit. Exactly. And then you have his like barren, fiery wasteland that you're fighting. Yeah, with. it's just cool. Like that kind of puts that all together for me at least. Right. That like makes things stand out. Obviously, like Akuma. But I don't really count Akuma because a lot of times in order to fight him, you need to do something. Mm-hmm. A bunch of crazy shit. Yeah, but I mean Akuma's awesome, of course. All right, boy. Um, we're keeping this fighting game specific, right? Yes. Yeah. Because right, I really don't have a favorite like fighting game boss character. Like nothing that comes up to mind. I have fight favorite fighting game moments, like what Jam Shake brought up with certain stages and stuff, really okay. get me going. Like mm-hmm. freaking Jun into unknown um, boss fight in um, Tekken Tag Two. I love it. That's really the, cool. Because it was this peaceful place. The background switching up. You fight her, then you beat her and goes on and then just drop that heavy dubstep and you're yeah. fighting yeah. That's a cool. That's a cool. I draw always too. love that. Or if I'm playing like a 2D fighting game, I like their boss fights, the anime 2D fighters, mm-hmm. because it's it turns into like a different game. Like you went from fighting like all these characters down, or it's like you're fighting most of the time you're fighting like a giant monster at the end. So then you're playing like a side scroller kind of game, and you're like, yeah. oh. it it turns into a different game. I, mean, I always love that. Yeah, we when you um you had actually it was me and Shake there trying to beat the Ta- black beast. Yeah, the Takazumi yeah. Thing. yeah, and that was interesting because you can tell it's designed for like the main three. Mm-hmm. Or anyone who can just like who wow. has a run for for their dash, yeah. but anyone who has just like a straight up dash yeah. and not a run can't win because they can't get to him fast enough. Yeah, I like very interactive boss fights mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Okay. Like, especially I'm not sure all of them would be considered boss fights, but the I'll just call them boss fights in the Storm series were always oh. really fun. Oh like, my god, like, yeah, those got, are fantastic. Like, you'd be so into the... Even if you weren't a Naruto fan, you were just so into it, and then out of like, Mash Triangle, you're like... Yeah. You're just... Ooh, like, it just sucked you into I'll that. I'll never forget Storm 2 when you fight Sasuke for the first time, and when, mid-fight, it flashes yeah, back Yeah, I was me. there. I got, like, I got chills. Oh, that is awesome. Like, That's so cool. I got chills. Like, sometimes you would, like, not wail on the computer as hard, because you're just like, I want to see more of yeah, this. Yeah, like, like, it is so cool. It's always that one. Um, then, of course, the dry pain fight. Yeah, that's yeah. a great fight. I, I, I always say, like, that did it better than the show. Yeah, the yeah, the yeah, game fight great. did it better than Storm the show. Storm always did a lot, like... And even, um, um, Storm 4, when you're about to fight, um, Obito Madara, and you, like, doing the whole race and fighting all this crap to get oh, to yeah. them, and then fighting them, I was like, yo, this is, like, it sucks you in. Yeah, like, bro, yeah definitely. I talk a lot of, um, I shit on arena fighters quite often on the show. Um, but I just, I'll make it clear that I actually I don't count like the storm games in that branch of yeah. arena fighters because that's I think those are like very high quality mm-hmm. games. Yeah, they, they, you can tell that there's money in that. Yeah, hundred percent. But no, I, I think back to like before then, the and like a benefit that anime games get is like a lot of times they have like pretty bumping music. Yeah, yeah, for they their, do. Like areas, like I think one of my favorite like characters that is kind of like a boss, like a semi kind of boss. Is uh, Dachi Persona Four yeah. <laughs> Arena? His like theme, like just when a, like he walks in with like the piano, it just yeah. feels so intimidating. I got addicted to that song because it was your ringtone yeah. for a long time. So anytime like that just got hooked on that song. It just is so cool. It's like a really cool feeling that it sets up that yeah impact. Yeah, Storm Games good. Yeah, yeah, those are really good. Um, now flip it one more time. Uh, what are your guys' least favorite um, uh, boss fight? Yeah, we did kind of <laughs> talk about it, but let, let's um, get on it again because I think that's a little bit more. My least favorite boss, and is it's definitely probably between like Chronica or Azazel at this point. Like 
And it's not even because I think they're difficult, but it's that's kind of the issue is that they're not hard. They're just annoying. Yeah. Okay. They don't feel good when you beat them. They always feel like, oh, I got to do this again. Like, they just never feel rewarding when you beat them. It's just like, okay, I'm beating this person again. Now move on. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't feel intimidating when you get to them. Yeah. It doesn't feel reward like rewarding when you beat them because you can't actually use things that you know to beat them. You just have to play against what they can do, and it kind of destroys the purpose of a boss fight for me. Mm-hmm. So that's probably my least favorite. I agree with you 100% on that. Like, I can't add too much more to that. I will say, like, boss moments I hate, though, or, like, when, when you're playing, like, a brand new game, and you go against the guy who you know is the boss character, but it's made impossible to beat them. Like, you'll try your darns then. They'll just beat the crap out of you, or you'll get them to a certain health thing, and they're like, yeah, okay, no. Oh. And it just cuts off. Oh, kind of like a squash fight where yeah. you're, you're not oh, meant you, to win at all. Like yeah, a fight where you're like yeah. not meant to win. Because I remember as a kid, I would redo like fights like that all the time. Like I'll go back, go back, and then I'm like, oh man, I'm doing really good this time. And then I cut off. I'm like, my 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 heart. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I definitely agree with you know, um, GM Shake on that. It's just like they're annoying, like not powerful boss fights, but they just make it where they seem powerful. I don't like it. I also remember. Um, uh, similarly, getting tired of Marvel's Capcom 3's Galactus. Oh, like, I remember yeah. like that getting annoying. Just having to fight them. You just fight them all the time, and then it's just like minions. Right, kind of the same way with yeah. um, Omega. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, Omega yeah. Ultron? Oh, Omega yeah. Ultron, yeah. Somehow, Ultron Omega. Ultron yeah. Omega, yeah. It was the same thing. You just yeah, beat thing. the crap out of his face, and then... Yeah, and then it's just get, it, it just gets annoying. Like, yeah, for sure. That one was more annoying than 3, because he was one of his people, but they will appear in front of you and behind you, and you couldn't auto-target to go behind you, so... Oh, they, yeah. They were yeah, sandwiching yeah, 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 you, you just take it. That's just, like, you had to, like, jump and just try to yeah. get him back in yeah. front of you. Oh, God. I hate the boss battles that are just characters you've been playing like already for years right. like mm-hmm. when um the final boss for soul caliber 5 was nightmare or yeah. tekken 4 is or tekken 4 is yeah, yeah. it's like yo we've been playing these characters for like over a decade sure. like now they're the final boss in their regular form again it's yeah. not like night terror or right. like awakened heiachi from tekken 7 or anything it's right. just heiachi it's just nightmare the only not game that did that successfully for me was bloody war because it's like oh man i'm going through all this who am i fighting at the end and it was god i was like <laughs> I don't know. Well, I was like, Blade one, and then, but then they gave him like a good story on why he was like the final boss, and like he was good on. I was like, okay, I'm cool with this. I think they need to at least add something. Yeah. They may make yeah. his beast drive infinite or something. Yeah. something Just like something that, funny. Something in, a funky. Ca- in a case like that, narrative is really important. I think. Yeah. You need a strong narrative to make me want to fight Heiachi and Fundoshi. Like, I, like <laughs> and you don't really get that, so it's just like, oh, it's Heiachi. I mean, what? I get it. For Tekken Force Heiachi, like, the whole the whole thing up to them was that Heiachi was dead already. Yeah, that was, like, the thing. It was like, oh, she's alive. And then it's he pulled like the he same... was, like, and blasting. So I was just like, I'm still the same Heiachi. Yeah, and he just time. walked into the arena. Yeah. Like, he didn't, like, burst into it. He just kind of walked into it. It was, like, his tournament, it turned out. Or yeah, something that like was, that. like, the reveal that he had set it up, right? Yeah, something like that. But I didn't play that for a while. But I just wanted to get your guys' takes on boss battles because I know how important they can be. And uh, as far as regarding the ones that had done it kind of poorly, like Chronica mm-hmm. or Azazel, mm-hmm. um, I think boss battles really can't stray away from testing the player's abilities, all the stuff they learned mm-hmm. uh, up until then. Um, uh, a game that I kind of wish had an actual boss battle for like their arcade mode or whatever you want to call it is Fighters. I wish they could have done something 
cool. I'm not sure who yeah, could have yeah. been the boss. You play as every single villain. Bro, Android 21 sucks, Android 21 oh, sucks, my yeah. God, that's a sucky character, but... Sucky. As far as... I mean, as, you, as far as a final boss go, Android 21 is not it. The closest final boss you get is Android 21 in the story mode where she's like, I absorbed Frieza and Cell too. And yeah. she's like purple and has some cell marks and that's like her chain yeah 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 I think she might have like all her absorb moves I used to always hope that was going to be a skin for her I'm, su- I'm really surprised it's not it's, in yeah. the, it's literally in the it's game it's in the game and I'm just like ew but you know I agree 100% that's there's no boss in that character yeah, at all I could imagine who because every single big bad is yeah. playable I mean it, it had to be new character it would have to be someone mm-hmm. brand new I mean if they did it right I'd, I'd buy it uh, I don't know if you remember uh, this is not bound boss, but just like kind of like a nostalgia trip uh, from like an old Dragon Ball game that me and Shake used to play. But mm-hmm. Bonsai, you probably played it too. Uh, Raging Blast. Oh, yeah. Um, there's the character called a uh, Hatch Yak, yeah. who's like just wanted to kill all Saiyans, and he had this crazy look to him. Plan to eradicate the Saiyans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they should have brought him back. Yeah, I think Hatch Yak is sick, dude. I don't know. He's cool. He's slept on. He handled five Super Saiyans at once. He's beyond slept. Yeah. And a Super like, Saiyan two guy. Then go on about yeah. Super Saiyan two. Yeah. Yeah, he was, he was pretty strong. They could have... I'd like to see him back, but yeah. no one really even knows who he I didn't know who he was until Raging Blast. Me neither. I didn't know about him. Because apparently they remade that movie 100% for that game. Oh, damn. Yeah, okay. like they re, they like updated the look of it, that entire movie, because of that game. But yeah, I think that would be for if if Bandai Namco's listening. Hatch Jack for fighters. You know what? Also nostalgic of another kind of boss fight I like. What's that? Storyline wise, when you go against a boss and the shifts are you playing as like if you're playing on like a team, like a hero team or something, they make you use every individual character to defeat the final boss. Oh, that'd be really cool. I really like that. Like you guys played this game, I know you guys did. Do you guys remember um the bouncer? Uh yeah. I know I, of it. I've yeah. never played it, I, I know what you're I only played about. it at Jamie's house. Yeah, um, that's one where you could team up against the final boss, but there's like tons of story modes where you're like, all right, first shift of the boss, uh, you have to use blah, 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 and then it goes to the second phase and they force you to use another character. I always thought that was a cool as- aspect because mm-hmm. it made you feel like united more with like the characters. Okay. So I really like that. Yeah, I like when the final boss has like story relevance. Yeah. No, and I had that was my problem with King of Fighters 14. Because you fought, like, the, uh, I forget if he's, like, the what president or, or whatever. I forget oh, what his name yeah, was. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I, it's, like, Russian, yeah. isn't it? Like, Makarov or, or something. Yeah, like something like that. And then you beat him. Like, I beat him. And then, like, a random monster appears yeah, out of nowhere. Double, yeah, yeah. first. Verse. First, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, I played 13, but not 14. And this is, like, grand, he was yeah, so, so grand. He came random. out of nowhere. Yeah. And then I was like, it's like, he's got a cool design and a cool moveset, yeah, but who is like, this who guy? Yeah. <laughs> Why are we fighting him all of a sudden? I agree 100%. The first, uh, one of the first bosses I remember uh, losing and getting annoyed that I kept losing was uh, Neji in Clash Nation. <laughs> <laughs> he kept on beating me. I was so mad. I was like, yo, it's probably why I don't like Neji to this day. Really? I mean, I, I, he's alright. Neji's okay. Was that back, was that one of the systems where Neji could take away your chopper? Yeah. Beach hit? Okay. That was his, his, uh, I don't think he had shurikens if you did, like, Hey, he'd be like, doo-doo-doo. and he would like seal your chakra. Yeah. Uh, fuck magic, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's funny. That's funny. All right, so let's move right on along here. We hit every beats on the bosses, but I want to touch on um, something that's um, I don't want to call it like very debatable because it's super, super subjective. Which is why I just want to ask you guys, just ask you guys directly. Um, there's a lot of games out there that have 
like high acclaim. Like they they're like you can't debate that these are some of the all time greatest games of all time. Okay. Um, that's people's thoughts. You know, mm-hmm. obviously everyone's different. Um, so I want to ask you guys, what games do you think are just crazy overrated? So you are no. I'm going to say, list yeah, yourself first. Yeah, yeah, let's hear it. I, I feel like I'll agree with you on most of them. Let me hit you with number one most overrated game. Here we go, guys. Period. Marvelous Capcom 2. Marvelous Capcom <laughs> 2. Yeah. Fucking garbage. I knew you were going to bring that up. It's garbage. I'm sorry. It's a garbage game, dude. It's unbalanced. They were just, they went into like 15 different games where they were just like, yo, can we get that sprite? Yeet and just like <laughs> yeet the sprite out and just toss it. Morgan looks fucking ugly because it is yanked from Yo, old ass game. From like Dark Souls One or like, something. He looks even terrible. Fit. Sentinel takes up like the whole screen because they got him from a ge- not even a fighting game. I don't even think. I don't think that that model like, is from a fighting game. I wish you guys could see this because fucking trash. Damn, Shake is staring me down right like, now because he knows I like NPC too. It's trash. Oh, let me put three <laughs> Ice Mans on the. <laughs> It's fucking garbage. It is broken. It's garbage, dude. It's a garbage game. I'm sorry. It's garbage. The, let me clear the record because I Jim, anytime Jam Shake brings this up, he stares me down because he knows I like MVC two. <laughs> but I don't. I don't love MVC two because I think it's like the greatest game ever. I love it because it is broken. And then that MVC broken. MVC shit, three bro. whack. It's not a bad game, but it's a whack game. Is that highly acclaimed still? Yeah. I remember yeah. people loved the crap out of it. But I, I feel like people like it more now just because Infinite wasn't as good. But I yeah. think... I th- I mean, the best MVC game is definitely one, if you ask me. Because mm-hmm. it felt like, you know, they made every character in that game for a reason. It felt more like a real fighting yeah, game. Yeah, and they weren't just like, 80 characters in the character select, and they just like went and grabbed every character they could think of. It felt like they actually had a... A reason to do it. A vision. Yeah, there was some kind of... It wasn't just like, Yo, it's neon lights, and uh, yo, we're gonna put you in this random stage that makes no fucking sense, and like, jazz music. Like that, like... It it doesn't make any fucking sense. You're passed by. It's trash. He's been thinking about this for a long time. (laughs) He's had this on his heart for a while. So, it's such a bad game. He rated it almost at MacFest, too. He's like, hey... (laughs) MVC three is just more annoying because I think it's it's it wanted to be more like in MVC 2's defense I don't think they made that game like yo this is gonna be in the tournaments trust Word. me like they MVC three seems like it was made more for that and it's just unbalanced there's infinites it's also MVC three is also broken you, you know why it that definitely is you know why that sucks too what. I've had way more fun playing MVC Infinite than three. Oh, I but Infinite too. died so bad. Infinite just had a whack ass roster. Yeah, yeah, Infinite plays so much yeah, better than three. I think Infinite has an amazing play style. Take away like the Infinity Stones, I think you like have something really, really good mm-hmm. on your hands. Even if you kept the Infinity Stones and just got rid of the Infinity like Stormo. Oh, it the little the awakening storm. thing. Yeah, yeah it uh, was fun. And the Reality Stone really yeah. fucked it up. Yeah, Reality Stone and. Like the space, I yeah. I just would rather not have the stones there just for sake of balance. Mm-hmm. But yeah, MEC two fucking blows donkey chunks. It's a broken game. Play. It's just broken. It, but for some reason, it's, I love it. It doesn't look good. I, and you can be like, oh, you, I've played Marvel's Capcom two for like fifteen years. Okay, I know Marvel's Capcom. Did you get into a debate with um? Pecan swore over that because he's like, it's not a bad game. You just I was don't like, remember. I swear you got to. He's like. 
What are you talking about? NBC Two's ruined, and you was like, "It's a bad game." It's bad. I, it's I bad swear game. you got to debate with one. Yeah, I think that might have been one remember, of our game nights. But I, I often get into arguments with people over NBC Two mm-hmm. because everyone loves NBC Two. It's not a good game. It's lazy. Um, it's it's Mugen is what it is. It's just a it, Mugen game. Pretty much. Yeah. That's all it is. Just professionally made. Yeah, I love it's NBC Two, but I agree with you. Yeah, <laughs> it's, all it's a bad game. I love it because it's broke out. I love I love its chaotic fun. It's chaos. But I think fun, people can derive different amounts of fun out of it. See, and I understand the the brokenness. And I think games can be, like, not balanced and be fun. Like, there are games that are obviously not made with tournament play in mind. And they just kind of make things that fun. I think there's a, a set, like, there's fun in that. But MAC2, people are, like, put on the freaking holy grail. This is, like... The number one best game of all time. They're like, oh, we're gonna have it at Evo because it's so good. And I'm just like, okay, like it's not that good. Like right. I'm not going around. Like I love freaking My Hero One's Justice. Mm-hmm. It's just not very balanced. Yeah. But I'm. It's still really fun. But you don't hear me saying like, Evo's trash. They don't have My Hero in there. Mm-hmm. Like, come on now. Like, no. Right, and and MVC two is also one of those games that has like sixty characters, mm-hmm. and only ten are played. Yeah, only ten like are remotely good. Because you know they threw in like random ass characters and that shit that mm-hmm. no one would even think to want. Oh, let's put fucking Marrow in there who can control fucking bones. <laughs> like who fucking cares, dude? <laughs> who fucking cares about Marrow? Like, come on now, like. Oh, that's a whack. whack we got game. two different versions of Wolverine. We got yeah, yeah, Wolverine. Yeah, Wolverine. Wolverine. <laughs> like, my, my Wolverine is stronger and yours is better at the fact. Shut up, dude. It's so whack. Like, his claws are longer. Shut the fuck up. I'm bad though, because MVC2 is the only one that had Blackheart on it. And I love Blackheart is cool. I loved him as a character. Blackheart was a, a cool character. I always wish they I liked Blackheart. Back. But, but he came out. He's in a white game. He came out in one though, right? Yeah. Was he? Oh yeah, yeah he, he was. was in one. Yeah. Was he that's in? how. You, that's how you know. All the characters who are in one feel like they're made and they 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 like deserve to be there because you know. Right. Venom was in one. Yeah. yeah. Venom was in one. Mega Man was in one. Spider Man was in one. Mega Man. I was like, good. Finally. Like all that stuff, it feels more like they were meant to be there. Like they were made. They made a game with an idea, and they made that idea work. And in MVC two, they're like, fuck it. Let's just throw whatever. Trombon? Cerebot? Roll? Sure. Like, it's like, okay, whatever. Trash. It's a trash game. Sorry. I think Trombon was one of the better characters. <laughs> or she might be, no, I might be thinking about MVC3. No, you know what I am thinking about, though? Not even, was it, couldn't you just play as a Cerebot? Yeah, yeah. There was yeah, just, I could, think that's what I'm thinking yeah, of. Trash. She, she could use them, but then they made yeah, him a playable trash. character. It, it's a tra- I trash. I think he only game. had three moves he could do, too. You had to really make... It's like a bunch of meme builds with Surfbot. That's like how on... Um, but he was so small. You could play as either the puppets or just Akamaru. Yeah. Yo, I loved using Crow, man. Yeah, I loved using Akamaru, but that crap was the cheapest. Yo, though. wasn't Crow like take like double damage, damage from fire, from fire though? Yeah. But he, yeah. Didn't, he didn't flinch from it, but he yeah. took mad yeah. damage from it. Yeah, uh, that. They tried to make it make sense. They tried. I liked using Crow. I use Crows yeah. that, um, often, but that's a different game. All right. On uh, to you, Bonsai. I have three game, games that come to mind, but you I'm not even three sure. Games. <laughs> three. Like, all of them except for two. They all suck. <laughs> one of them I'm not even sure is critically acclaimed. I just know people still play the hell of it. So I'll get that one out the way first. Jump Force. 
Jump for it? Yeah. yeah. People, yeah jump people still is... people still go hard on it. People swear that's like a good game. Like, but like even people trash. I see play it online, I was like, I don't like this game, but it's fun. I'm like, it, it isn't. My problem with Jump Force is that it's lifeless. Yes. It is a lifeless game. It's a soulless game. game, yeah. You can... It is like, it's like blue HUD. And what like, the, the worst part is, it still hasn't died like Marvel's Capcom Infinite. Yeah. I'm like, you don't deserve to, to freaking be survived as long as you did it. And it's first year freaking NBC Infinite Demon making an Evo. But no. games like a Jump Force is still like, yeah, like out here striving. Shit. No, I agree. Yeah, there's just some. It just, it feels so sand, like sanitary. Yeah. Like it's like, there's no personality in it's Jump like, Force. It's the annoying with design. That yeah. realistic look they yeah. tried to give it, I did not play Dude, it off. The well. thing is, Jump Force is like a fighting game for idiots. Anime idiots, they like hold a bag in front of your face like you're a dog and they're like, hey, you can play as this character now. Yeah, you're just funny. like, <sighs> okay. Yeah. Like, even like me and um, um, Jam Street talk about this. They was like, you can play as now freaking Law from One Piece and Grimjaw from Bleach. And we're just like, I don't like this game. Um, but I will hop on just to play as that character. It sucks. But that's like how they get you. Yeah, like, it really that's, is. That's like, how they, they big yeah, get you. Yeah. And that's probably, that's probably their plan from the jump force. Probably. Yeah. Die. So, yeah. <laughs> if that's, like, a highly acclaimed game still, stop. Y'all suck. I hate no, that game. I wouldn't say it's highly acclaimed. It's yeah, I think it's actually kind of... Now it lives in that zone where yeah. it's like, yo, this game's kind of whack. But, like... But these characters, character, though. Yeah. And the only way... The next two games, I'm going to break down not by their series, but by their newest... Iterations. I'm talking about like their last, both of them, their last two iterations. Let's hear it. Okay. Street Fighter. Okay. And Soul Calibur. And Soul Calibur. Okay. I haven't had fun playing Soul Calibur since three and four. Like, okay, yeah, they were yeah, just yeah, better games. They had better characters. They had a better story mode, a story mode adventure, and they just were fun to play against other people. These last two have not captured me. These new specials, dick. And it's just not fun to play. Especially, ugh, freaking, I really started hating Soul Calibur. The newest one, six, right? Yeah. Five. I really started hating five when I when I started seeing like the whole um, infinite combo stuff. Like when like fr- Hot Fries found that one combo with Patroclus, and it was just hard to stop. And then you had the whole armor break thing, so it was just like, so are we? At, so I'm just screwed now. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what I, it became. I like agree with you and disagree with you in like the same in like the same manner with Soul Calibur, because Soul Calibur six, I think. Is really really fun. It, it is, and I I think the a big issue with Soul Calibur is that they always just go a bit too far. Yeah. Every time, and it's like, cause my favorite Soul Calibur, is Soul Calibur two, it always will be. Mm-hmm. And like there was combos in that game, but it never felt like, like oh this combo's about to go for like seventeen years. The problem with Soul Calibur is they're add-ons. Yeah, like two B ruined that game. That's I, I'll say I that I'll say it to ruined, my dying day. I think it like two B completely ruined that game. Right. It's just like right that guy. Like there's just something so cool about I have this sword, you have this nunchuck, you have this staff, I have this bigger sword, have this smaller like, and it's just like a fight. Like Soul Calibur's fours kind of suffered from it two and five and six. It's like my character can throw invisible magic swords, and yeah. it's just you just went one step too far. Yeah. Honestly. Soul Calibur is one of those games where they could have kept it to the basics for every single game, and it would have been great. Right, Just add on a new character. A new character with a with a normal fucking yeah. fighting style, not some magic shit. Right. And the only reason I can say I don't add 4 onto that is because the biggest hype thing about 4 when they first um, 
we're, we're talking about for was everybody's like, they brought back the sidestep. I remember everybody was just hype off of that. I was like, yeah, because yeah, I think out, three had a really weak sidestep. Yeah, two had the best sidestep. Two then, had the best everything. Yeah, yeah two so, was awesome. So four, they brought back how Chris the sidestep was from two, and everybody got hype off of that little thing. But that isn't a new thing. That was just something they had on old game, and they brought back. Right. And then on the whole aspect of Street Fighter, I just haven't had fun. Like you guys made me enjoy Street Fighter Four because I didn't really like it, like playing it. I used to play people on or like face to face or at Mac and stuff. Right. Didn't have a good time. You guys made me better at the game, so I would have fun with you guys or when I beat someone. Um, I was like, okay, my guys got me good at this. And then Street Fighter Five, I just something about that game just doesn't click with me. Yeah, I'll say uh, Street Fighter, as years go on, seems to be more and more of an acquired taste. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's... back then, I feel like you could be like, oh, you want to play a fighting game? You got, like, three to choose from. It's like, oh, you got Street Fighter checking around? Okay, like, those are the ones you That was play. how it was. But now it just feels like, it's like, there's, there's so <clears throat> much depth and stuff to every yeah. game. It's like, you could try this game, might not like it. Mm-hmm. You could try this game, might not. Like, it doesn't seem like you can just pick up and have fun anymore yeah. with... A lot of games. With Street Fighter, I feel like. Yeah, especially not. with this Street Fighter, because it's like the most like attack heavy Street Fighter out of them mm-hmm. all. Yeah, it's like, the most. It's the most aggressive. Like yeah. it's it's like nine percent offense and ten percent defense. Yeah, because yeah. you can learn good defense, but because of how the mechanics are, you're not gonna have perfect defense. Mm. Yeah, because they it's designed for you. If you're defending, you're losing. Yeah, and it's. I think the thing with uh, with Street Fighter is. Because, I don't want to call it cut and dry, because it's not like cut and dry, it's Street Fighter. Yeah. But because there's so many 2D fighters with a lot of different mechanics and play styles and flows, mm-hmm. and with Street Fighter being kind of just like like the poster boy of all of that thing. Yeah, it's like the straight line. Like, yeah, like everything is on their, has right. to be on their standard. Like mm-hmm. They have to make different deviations than, say, Blaze Blue can add maybe a new mechanic or mm-hmm. new characters or new metas, because all their characters have different metas. Mm-hmm. Street Fighter's not really known for their characters having meta. True. So when things get changed, it's more on how the whole game play style mm. is. Like Street Fighter Five, what's the big change? It's more aggressive. Yeah. Um, what's Street Fighter the Four with the focus? Yeah, the focus yeah, and the X cancels and the neutral base game and Street Fighter Three mm. parries and defense. Yeah. And Street, Street Fighter Two was Street Fighter Two. Yeah. It just feels like some games should just keep it back to the basics. Like you could even argue the same point with like the newer MKs, like the whole like adding your move on thing. Like it, it seemed cool at first, but now most people are like. Uh, I'm starting to get dry of this now. So, I've actually yeah. been since for a while. I think I if MK12 went back to just one character and no variations, yeah. I'd be ha- more happy. Yeah, yeah, I, I think, I, I'm with that too. I think the variations and stuff is just and it, now it's become more of an issue. It's a task. Yeah, yeah, and I'm just not that into it anymore. Like I much prefer if a character came out. And it's like, oh, this is their moveset. I'm just going to get good with this. And then I can take him online. Yeah. Not with MK11. I can't do that. Because if I make mine, oh, can't use that online. Word, you can't. Can't use that ranked. Because their whole pull was, it was supposed to make individuality for you with how you played right. your character. But they really limited you on like, okay, so you can have this move, but then this move takes two slots. And then, right. So you can't haul up your stuff. Where on the older case, when you had all your moves already together, you had like a final follow the formula like a scorpion like most scorpion players outside UGM they'll do that one com- long combo strength or you have all the moves already available and make your own combo mm-hmm. that was going to be the crap out of someone but take it back to that yeah I just think it's kind of getting too complicated it's, for it so is it, they're making it complicated while trying to streamline it at the same time yeah. and it's just not working and I, I started to feel that way with um in MK11 myself uh, just recently with uh with the Joker you know I was excited mm-hmm. to play as the Joker mm-hmm. 
And um, I was going through his moves, and he has a lot of really cool moves. Right. Like, they try to make him a setup character, and I really like setup characters. Mm-hmm. And he's got a move, you know, he's got his little jack-in-the-box thing. That he right. That's, like, the main the main setup tool he has. Mm-hmm. But he's got one where he'll call in, like, a hostage, and I'll bounce in and explode. Right. He's got one where he'll set, like, gasoline, mm-hmm. and he'll light it, and that does a whole bunch of other stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're both useless. They're both, like, they take so long to use. Like, you can't set up anything with them. Yeah, I I was noticing a similar thing with that when I was playing just a few days ago with Spawn. Because to me, it's like, all right, Spawn is a character. You need these traits to have Spawn. For me, you need guns. You need, like, the, the spectral power. You need, like, just weaponry. Yeah, that's... And it's, and it's like, you can have maybe two, three of those yeah. things, maybe. Because they're like, oh, one of them takes two bars. You can have the gun... That takes up a spot. Mm-hmm. You can have a command grab, which is like really cool, but that's two. Yeah, that's You're just like, I can't get the character that I want. Yeah. Like a lot of the times with and with like the variation kind of thing, and it starts to get a little annoying. Yeah, Omnipatient yeah. was actually complaining to me about that the other day because he was like. Every move that I have to equip to spawn feels like it should have just been naturally on him. No, or, I agree. Yeah, 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 for I sure. Hundred percent with that, and I think it was a step up because. And Justice 2, you had the freaking unlock. Oh, my God. Yeah. And it was just at random. Yeah. I was like, oh, wow, that's bad. But I would just prefer go back to how it used to be. Yeah, yeah. I for sure. I can't use Noob on... Like, I'll, I'll say this all the time. I can't use Noob ranked because the moves I need him mm-hmm. to be a problem are all his moves yeah. that are equipped. I agree. My Aaron no, Black with it. on ranked is, like, the my literal created variation of Aaron Black is, like, clean between yeah. every one of his variations. Mm-hmm. I'm like... There's none of none of these are characters I like now. Mm-hmm. Like, exactly, it's not a character you like now because yeah. you wanted to build a character, but then they tore it apart. Exactly, and threw its pieces everywhere. But with that long conversation, it just brings me back to the point. I don't think they're like you were saying over hyped games, but their newest additions are are over hyped in my opinion. I feel because that. they're they're not that good. Right. They, they failed at some point, and the mm-hmm. new addition is what brings people in. What I will say to argue your point mm-hmm. with Soul Calibur. Is that I will say, when it comes to like the base cast, I think the gameplay in Soul Calibur Six or whatever mm-hmm. around is like the fun it's been in a long yeah. time. Yeah, Soul I Calibur agree. Six. Like, yeah, I'll agree with you on that. The only thing I hate, which I know you hate this too, is that what's that new? Oh, the reversal, edge. reversal yeah. edge. I yeah. hate reversal it's, it's edge. It's pretty like I saw someone break it down, and it kind of made more sense to me as mm-hmm. he broke it down. But at the same time, I, I again think. That was Soul Calibur going too far. Yeah. It didn't need to exist. Like, if it you just kept the specials that you already added exactly. in. Exactly. And just, add, like, again, just add a new character to keep your system you had before. Right. Fun game. Like, no one was playing Soul Calibur 2 and was like, what if we had a move that's invincible on startup? Yeah. And creates a rock, paper, scissor, like, like system. That is game. way too much. Like, no one thought that. Because I was excited for when the new Soul Calibur came out because it had... Our characters, man. Yeah, I mean, they, doesn't have Young Sung. Young Sung, yeah. Doesn't have Young Sung, yeah, But they brought back a lot of good yeah. characters. They fought good. Then they had, but you had the reverse edge. Then you bring in an overpowered, her easy character like yeah. 2B. Like 2B. Oh it's just God. like, when you start throwing weapons across the fucking screen, it's Well, as well was characters. doing that, too. Yeah, as well. I hated it, I hate it the as The worst well. part yeah. is, it's exactly how she plays on the, her actual yeah. game, but she wasn't meant for, right. that, like... We would have been better off. And here we go again. Taking not this from freaking. Yeah, it's like they made the same mistake twice in yeah, a row. And that's really fucking you ridiculous. Put him on Tekken, then he would have been perfect for Soul Calibur. <laughs> he would have been great. Yeah. That's ridiculous. I can't believe they made the same fucked up choice twice. Uh, 
in the same manner. Two characters yeah. that throw shit across the screen in games they don't belong in. And again, speaking of good games, but I hate the new things, Tekken, because I hate Rage Arts with any passion. No I way. refuse to duel. I've never talked to anyone who just, like, really fucked with Rage Arts. Not like, in my life. It's just so unnecessary. Like, exactly. It's just like, you you don't even have to go that far. Right. Like, I've talked to Pecan Swore about this all the yeah, time. Every right. time it gets brought up, Rage Drive, I think, should have been it. Right. That should have been the yeah. nose mechanic. Right. I think that was fine. Yeah, I think that would have been fine, but Rage Art is, mm-hmm. is like even like if you exclude Noctis, Tekken has good guest characters. Like, yeah, it does. Even yeah. Negan coming out of nowhere, I was like, oh okay. I would argue it might have like some of the best yeah. like, in recent memory. Like it's great. Like, yeah, Akuma Geese. Akuma Geese. Um, uh, Negan. Negan. As far as guest characters go, even yeah. Leroy, he's dope as hell. Leroy, yeah, I forgot. I forgot about him, but even when he comes out, he looks—he still looks like an interesting yeah. character. He looks interesting. Yeah, he looks very interesting. The only bad character is Noctis. Is Noctis yeah. he yeah. been on a game that he shouldn't have been on? Yeah. and it looks like, and everyone agrees now he shouldn't been on. It's Everybody agrees except for the new guys. Like, oh, you want you want to go? I'm going to pick my I'm main pick now. My main Noctis is like, uh, I them. Yeah. But yeah, that's my whole spiel on yeah. it. Okay. What What do you guys think causes like people to kind of look back on a game that maybe isn't so great or is not nearly as good as they think it is? I mean, it's definitely nostalgia. Yeah. Just, just I mean, I won't deny nostalgia. that. Like, I play games, I'm like, wow, this game's not that good. But like, I'll still have fun playing it. But I mean, it's all about admittance. It's all about you know coming up to terms with like, wow, this isn't that good a game. It's fun. Mm-hmm. It's like a fun game, but it's not that good. I think that's important. I think it's definitely nostalgia glasses. Yeah. That's what it is. I think that's really what it boils down to. You know, everyone remembers, you know, buying uh, their lunch, you know, bringing their lunch to the arcades, and they're like, man, can't wait to put my quarters in the NBC2. And then it's like, yeah, man, we're going to get so many rounds in there. I brought like $12 in quarters. Mm -hmm. And then, like, they have those memories, which are fun, great memories, but you don't really think about it. That game's fucking garbage. Bro, you know you don't really think about that when you're, you know, you're, you're a kid and you're playing it. You're just having fun. Like Digimon Rumble Arena, <laughs> but it's not very good. It's not. But it, I will still play and have a heck of a time. Hell yeah, man! Like it's not a very good game, but I still play and have fun. You know. You know what game gave me that feel? But I when I replayed it, I was just like, yeah, I can't play this anymore. What the Virtual Fighter series? I see. There's big rumors about Virtual Fighter Six yeah. going on right now. The games are fucking hard. No, well, <laughs> Virtual Fighter is hard. As shit. I haven't ever. I played like what was the first one on PS3? Four, five. Five. Mm-hmm. That's the last one. That's the one I I played. And I had oh. a alright fun time with it, but I never owned it, so like, mm-hmm. I never got into Virtual Fighter. Yeah, I used to play it a lot as a kid, uh, and then I remember like. A few years back, I tried going back, and I was like, all right, let's see if I still remember something. And I remember something, I was like, ugh, this game feels ugly in my hands right now. Yeah, Virtual Fighter is an acquired taste. Too. Yeah, it's... that is like the freaking Rolls Royce, like yeah. the black coffee of freaking yeah, fighting you, games. You really, really got to... You have to stick with it because you're yeah. not gonna have a good time immediately. Nah. It's, it's not one of those games. I used to be super scared when, back at the, our legendary Magfest. That was when I had that moment with Bloody Roar. Like, ah, this game isn't good anymore. But even now, I'm just like, no, nah, I'm still having fun with this. Bloody Roar is fun. Yeah. Bloody Roar will always be fun. Yeah. I used to be I afraid so. you. I used to be so afraid that you two would trash on it. Like, Keith, this game isn't that good. No, me and Bill played a lot of Bloody Roar yeah. growing up. But at that moment, I was like scared, like, because you guys, like, when I think about fighting games, I think about you two. So I was like, all right, let me show them my favorite fighting game in the world. They've heard me tell them so many stories. I was waiting for you guys to hop on stage and like, Keith, 
fucking this is a very big mobile fighting game. I hate it. Like, oh, no wonder no. you like it. And then when you guys are having fun with it, I was like, cool, they're having fun too. <laughs> no, I always say like I think Primal Fury or well, Primal Fury is the best one, mm-hmm. but I think so. No, too. I think I don't think yeah. Blood Wars. Bad After I played hardcore with you guys at MagFest, I was like, dang, I never got a chance to play this one. I was yeah. like, dang, this one's kind of better than four because their hybrid beast gauge is actually like. Yeah. Important and balanced. I know. Prim- no, yeah. Those ones I think are the yeah. best. Primal Fury and Extreme are both just really yeah. good yeah. to me. They're both really, really good. Yeah. I mean, if someone tells me like, "Hey, this is my favorite fighting game," I won't go in looking to trash it. Yeah, I'll, I'll go in looking to see. Oh, what? What's he see yeah. so good in this game? Let me, let me look. I mean, everyone's got their reasons for liking their mm-hmm. own liking I mean, that fighting game. I didn't really get too big into anime games until like Blazeblue. Until we started playing mm-hmm. Blazeblue. Same, same, and, and not play- even immediately. Like, yeah. like y'all were playing Blazeblue for a while before I hopped on. Right. Mm-hmm. So I feel you. I feel that. But yeah, I, I, back to the point, I think it's a lot of nostalgia. Okay. I think it's definitely a lot of nostalgia or it's, it's a lot of nostalgia or for a sense of a modern game, it's the game that's in right now. That, mm-hmm. So like, you know, tournaments are focusing on it, so they need to get good at it in order to, you know, make money. You know what the like best example for this is? What? How people still will always crawl back to Smash Melee. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That would have been my answer. Yeah, Smash Melee is a good. That would have been my answer. Yeah. No, that's actually really good. I think. See, I think Smash Melee is good, but definitely overrated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. It's not. It's not yeah. so good that it needs to keep coming to tournaments twenty years nah, later. I, I if you're a Fox do. player, though, you're like, nah, Smash Melee all day, bro. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree 100 percent with that. Fuck Smash. <laughs> <laughs> NBC Two Smash Melee sucked. Man, we're not making any friends this nah, episode. Hey, like, <laughs> Melee <laughs> at its core is a good game. It is. Yeah. It's it a is very a good, good game. game. Uh, but when they go back and keep playing now. Yeah. Especially coming from Smash 64 to exactly. Melee. Like, yeah. That's a godlike yeah. joke. Yeah. And it was only like a few years later or something. Yeah. It, yeah. Wasn't, it was freaking like a week after the GameCube's launch. Like that's crazy. But honestly, if you think Melee is just like the best version of Smash, you're kind of in denial because yeah. it's gotten so much better since then. Honestly. Much more balanced. I'll say Brawl was the low point. Brawl was yeah. the low point. But 4 and Ultimate are both great. Yeah, They're awesome. both really, yeah. really good games. For sure. I definitely agree. I think Ultimate is just the apex. Right yeah. Now. yeah. I just think it's so good, so fantastic. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's, got a, it's like it's been building up to this moment. Mm-hmm. Learning, like succeeding in learning um, until it finally got it all right. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. So, since we're talking about, you know, the the path that Smash took and all these different games and how they've changed throughout, um, all all the years from Soul Calibur two all the way up to six and how the goods and the bads, mm-hmm. same with um, all the other stuff we're talking about. I want to talk to you guys now about um sequels, uh, fighting game sequels. Right. Um. So I want to ask just the, the blunt question. Uh, do you guys think there are just too many sequels right now. Uh, I, don't, I wouldn't say there's too many because I think uh, how a lot of fighting games are starting to take it is pretty much a game of generation. Okay. I feel like it's kind of what most fighting games are doing at this point in time, other than like Netherrealm, I guess. But I don't want to say there's too many sequels on the market. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if I'd say that. I think there's the amount of sequels that exist are you know fine. Yeah. I think when you hit a certain console generation, you kind of need to go up. Like, you can... I appreciate building on... Which is why I'm not, like, a super big... I'm not a super anti-season pass kind of guy or fighter pass. I'm, like, I'm not, like, burn those at the stake. Because in a different time, we would have maybe just gotten, like, three games that okay, didn't really yeah. build off anything. It's just, like, three of the same games with maybe more characters. Right, like Alpha 1, 2, and 3. Exactly. Like, might not really get much change. 
but you're still paying three full game prices. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, yeah, this might be a $20 season pass, but you get four new characters. You get five new characters, however many. I think that's worth it. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't think there's too many. And I feel like sequels for like the older games are important because it's hard to come out with a like brand new, like even with TV shows and anime and stuff like that, it's hard to come out with a brand new idea that'll stick. Especially in fighting games, like a brand new fighting game that's going to stick, keep going on forever. Yeah, I agree um, with you. You can even find a good one that's going on, but it, there's not going to be that many. And the way like our sequels work out is they don't come out like year after year after year. It's usually a couple years in between them. So when you come back to that new that sequel, it's just like you playing one that old, that feeling of a good game that you know is good, okay, good like, again. Like, it's not even nostalgic purposes. Like meeting up with an old friend again. Yeah, and then growing from there. Okay, okay. Um, would you guys say maybe we need like even more space in between new games? Like, like not so much like say MK11. Like not so much playing MK11 until MK12 comes out. <laughs> like we have MK11 and then we just don't have MK for a while even after MK11. Um, dies right. and then like a couple years past even that like dead zone then we get M- MK12 I, how do you guys I, feel about something like that I feel like the way games are now they've been pacing themselves at a good rate for sequels lately like MK what was the rate from MK9 and MKX um, um, we had a injustice in between that too yeah, yeah. so it was what three four yeah years? Uh, yeah, yeah yeah around that and it's, it feels like it's the same with those Street Fighters and Soul Calibers and stuff though. there's always that three to four year window and i feel like that's perfect because that's either in the time where uh, let's say like ps2 to ps3 that's either when that new console's going to come out or that console's finally grown into itself mm-hmm. so it's perfected more so a new game a new sequel game like that would strive better okay, okay. yeah i think i agree i think capcom like capcom and namco bandai mm-hmm. are at the two opposite ends of the spectrum i think Capcom is great at knowing right when that game dies, they have another one. Like, right when Street Fighter 4, I think, was at its limit where people are like, all right, we need to move on. Mm-hmm. They're like, Street Fighter 5. But I think, I think Namco Bandai with, like, Tekken, they just wait too long. Too long. I think they wait a little too long. I think it's, because by the time people are done with, like, Tekken Tag and stuff like that, it was just like, yo, can we get Tekken 7? Like, can we get another Tekken... I'm tired of this game at this point. Right, like, they did let Tekken Tag like, sit for a little too long. It, it just went too long. And then that's for us. Like, I remember you told me, like, Tekken 7 was out on arcades for years before we Yeah, got they it, had right? it for, I think, two years before we even yeah, saw it Yeah, before we even here. got it, yeah. It just, they just wait a little too long, I think. Capcom, I think, is, has a, a, is great at it. Okay. I think they know exactly right when people... Because, obviously, Capcom supports old games. Yeah. They've been doing it since Street Fighter 2. Yeah, yeah, They build sure. off their games all the time. Yeah. I think... Like, they just are master at, like, knowing just when people are like, yeah, we're done with this. So, like, all right, now we drop it. I think they're great at that. Obviously. I agree with you. And I can see Street Fighter Six coming soon because I think we're going to start hitting that, that point soon with Street Fighter Five. Yeah, that's what a lot of people are saying. Yeah. And it would be a perfect, I think perfect, perfect. time I for think They Street drop Fighter a trailer for Street Fighter Six out Capcom Pro Tour, whatever yeah, you want to do it at. Plus, we're, we're at the perfect apex for them to do stuff like that because... We had the PS5 coming out. Exactly. So they could be like, all right, get, let, we'll give it like maybe two, three months after the PS5 is out. Guess what we're about to drop on the PS5. Exactly. They're just great at it. Yeah. But, and as far as Street Fighter Six goes, now they have they capped off this last season with, uh, I guess, Seth. 
Yeah. You know, Seth and Gil. Now mm-hmm. they can. Now we can move into the future right. with characters. Now we can get future characters, mm-hmm. like even more new characters. Right. Or Street Fighter Three characters they refuse to touch for some reason. Or we can yeah. finally get Tekken X Street Fighter. Or we can finally get Tekken X Street Fighter. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean. I think another um, they come out. Their games come out often, but I think they do a great job at feeling like an, a step. Okay. Like they like it. Like when I look at MK like ten and MK eleven, I'm like, yeah, that's a big step. Gotcha. Like that was definitely a big step that they took. Even with like MK, uh, MKX and Injustice Two, like that felt like a step to me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, oh, okay, yeah. I mean, because they're they're definitely like more scheduled. Like you can kind of right. tell when like oh, it's we're almost due for Injustice right. Three or we're almost due for MK Twelve. Yeah, definitely. So yeah. Oh, I was gonna say on the case of what you brought with Capcom, I think why they're so good at it is like when they do leave for too long. I they feel like they use that as the, their ways to test the waters out. Before going to the next game, it's like, all right, let's see. Let's test a few more things out. All right, now we know what we don't and do need for the sequel. Right. Let's try out this new game. Let's, yeah. let's drop it in. Yeah, they're good for that. Like, yeah, I think they're great at it. Like, they, make, they fumble a lot, but at least their heart's always in the right yeah, place. Yeah. They're always trying to give us the best product they can. Ever since uh, the Street Fighter X Tekken debacle, I think Capcom has actually been trying things. Mm-hmm. And it's not like people always have big beef with like, Street Fighter Five at launch. Yeah. But at this point, Rightfully I think so. I think that it's like at a really good spot. Like yeah. you're at a good spot right now. Yeah, I agree. So uh, Capcom have been at this game for a long time. Mm. Same with Namco Band- uh, Bandai. Same with Netherrealm. Right. You know, back when they were midway into Netherrealm mm. and all the other ones, they've been at this for like the longest ass time. Right. Almost thirty. Oh, actually, I think it's thirty years. I think it's thirty oh, yeah, years of fighting games. Probably, yeah. Um, so how would you guys feel? Uh, well, not how would you guys feel? Would you prefer at this point, um, if uh, like one of these veteran companies, right? Say, say Namco Bandai said, uh, Tekken Seven is the last Tekken. Like we're we're done with Tekken. Tekken, you know, I think we hit the point with Tekken. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna trot this new this new IP, new characters, thirty characters. Like they're not gonna right. pull like a Street Fighter Five and have eight eight characters, sixteen characters, whatever. Thirty characters, but it's like brand new IP, new story, new characters. Um, Similar mechanics, you know. They'll stick to their 3D fighter mm-hmm. roots, uh, but it's just like a new IP, and that's what they're going to start going on for, you know, like kind of starting over almost. Yeah. Um, how do you guys feel about that? Would you prefer something like that now to kind of spice things up, kind of freshen things up a little Man, bit? That's a tricky question right there because it's like it depends on, depends on like their fan base. Of course, like someone like me who grew up like in the 90s stuff I'm like yeah. damn last attack and I'm waiting mm. to see something end like you're gonna miss it it's gonna go back to that it was nostalgic 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 <laughs> fucking purpose and you're like damn I remember Tekken this is that and then if you're like damn I'm never gonna see it again it's gonna hit you some type of way cause you grew up with that right. yeah. but then you got all these like new people like the new generation coming up and you got like the esports and everything else like the way games are evolving and stuff of course they're probably not gonna care they're gonna be like alright yeah Tekken stuff was cool but this is my time this this new, new game looks really fucking good and this is the game that they're gonna grow up with mm. so sometimes old things need to end they gotta evolve and stuff but it's good to have the old games for me I think it's it depends on the current state of that game. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying that I couldn't see a Tekken 8, but I don't think Tekken has changed. It's not like Tekken is changing its core, you know? Like, Tekken has felt pretty much like the same since, like, Tekken 5. Mm-hmm. And it's a, how much more can you grab out of it? 
how much how much more can you do with Tekken now? Right. I think that's like the question that needs to be asked before a decision like that is made. Like, what else can we do with this IP that hasn't been done? And is it just beneficial to say, hey, we got something new like cooking up? Like, Tek- could I see Tekken Seven being the last one? I mean, from a gameplay perspective, sure. Mm-hmm. Like, do I think it would be? No. Do I want it to be? Maybe not. But. but- I don't think I would be too upset yeah. if they're like we're doing we're working on something different. Same with like Netherrealm. Yeah. yeah. Netherrealm was like, hey, we're taking a break or MK12 is it? We're working on something new. Actually, I'd probably be more upset with MK12 because the story kind of ended open ended. Yeah. Yeah. But honestly, is there not a better place to end true. the story as a whole than like the main character of the series becoming a, true a, a beyond elder yeah, god? It's true, and like I like I wouldn't be. St- I think it would be obviously sad because you know you grow up with them for so long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't. I'd say you gotta look at the game itself and it's like that's the main decision that needs to be made. Is yeah. is this as deep as we can go? Yeah, I feel like it's just gonna hit you in that moment. Like, it definitely. It would. Yeah, it would yeah, definitely yeah. hit me. Um, at least with MK. Right. But actually, Entei, all of them pretty much. Yeah, like, this yeah. is the last game in the series forever. I'm like, yeah, it's what? Like, yeah you're going to feel some type of way, but it's not. You're not. I mean, some people would be, but I doubt uh, most of the people. There, you're not gonna be so butthurt that you're gonna be like, I'm, I'm gonna ban this next yeah, IP coming out. I'm never gonna right. even touch it. Uh, new, uh, I want change. Right. I don't think some people be like that. Some people would be. Some yeah. people would be, but I don't think enough people would be like that. Yeah, to warrant them not to make and you a know decision. What? That's when um, companies can do fun stuff like you have a brand new IP. That's blah, when they blah, can blah. try the. Yeah, they can like put little Easter eggs like. Have have like this brand new character have a voice line or something that from one of their past games and you go by oh that would be pretty cool or like let's say this was the last MK mm-hmm. what about their next Netherrealm's next game that's like a completely new game something something but it's like a alt they was like oh it's ultimate reality from Mortal Kombat so mm-hmm. they'll touch on some like they'll bring up some Mortal Kombat stuff randomly sometimes right. oh that could be that yeah. could be interesting say like it's like whatever Netherrealm's new game is a uh, new new game or whatever. And it's like still set in like a realistic world, and all these characters are, or, right. or whatever the moves are, mm-hmm. or whatever, however it is. And then it just at the end it turns out like this is just like the new world that Liu Kang created at the very end, right. yeah. like the very end of story mode. It's just yeah. Liu Kang and the Katana's looking at it. it's like, like cool, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I definitely think there's benefits for yeah. like starting over 100. percent I don't think there's any falls for them in a series unless they ended it at a really like early point like let's like if you ended it like street fire back at two like two or three sure that's when some a problem like that would have came up but now that we're here at like street fighter five ten right. seven like mk 11 yeah and stuff, i feel like if you wanted to end it it's just like dang but okay let's see what you guys got next see right. but even so i think like i think it's as, like, I get older, like, I feel like a lot of, like, with Street Fighter 3, it caught a lot of slack, because it was, pre- Street Fighter 3 was almost a different game just with Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The name. Yeah. yeah. But now, I don't even think I would be upset if MK, if they made MK12, and it had an entirely new cast. I wouldn't even, I, I don't wouldn't, think I would be I wouldn't upset be at all. And same with Tekken, like, if we turned on Tekken 8, and it was no, no Mishima, no freaking Kazamas, like, mm-hmm. completely fresh cast, I think I'd be, more, like, kind of excited. About you, that. Do you think that might be what kind of makes a game start to feel maybe cluttered or old? Is that we're playing this these we've been playing these same characters for thirty years. Yeah. We need we have to just rip the bandit off, right. get a new cast, like imagine, a new roster. Imagine like with MKX how they had like the kids. Like, mm-hmm. Imagine it was just all new characters. Yeah. Like 
oh, Takeda can take the spot of Scorpion because, I mean, he has, like, a lot of the same moves in vain as that, like, that, that same vein. But it's different yeah. enough. And I'm like, that's cool to me. Yeah, and like, I, I love Takeda. I yeah, wish they brought him back on the new one. Yeah, Takeda's right. cool. But it, to me, it was like, what's the point of using him if you have Scorpion? Yeah. Like, if what you're looking for is Scorpion, you're not, what's the point of using Takeda? Where, like, for sure. Yeah. The only note I will hit on that is, it really depends, they have to do it right. Because we saw what happened with Soul Calibur Five. True. Soul Calibur Five was was kind of weak on a gameplay stack. We got Z, yeah, like, we had Natsu, we had all this. It's just like... Well, Soul Calibur Five also chickened out like midway through because so God, I'm talking I think the only way for that to work is you need to go 100% yeah, well, yeah. you can't have like like if they made MK12 and it, and they're like oh all these new characters with Scorpion and Sub-Zero I'd be like no, yeah. here's no, Grand go, yeah, go, here's, go yeah, harder here's or, Grandmaster or, of all realms Sub-Zero yeah <laughs> Edgemaster Killer well I think the biggest problem with Soul Calibur 5 was yeah they, they kind of chickened out they didn't right. go all out but they also took out characters without replacing them true yeah. Like characters that have been there for a while and just didn't replace them. Plus, yeah. I mean, all the characters are kind of fucking annoying. Right, and they were all they like were all the like, same characters. Just like, yeah. like kids that are just. Yeah, like, it, it was literally the same fight set, but you just replaced the name and the character. Dude, it's just like, like, uh, right? There were kids who act like kids. Yeah, but they were grown ass people. Yeah, like, yeah. I was just like, had, ew. You had Natsu who was Naruto mixed with Taki. Yo, he's and was Naruto mixed with. And then you have Ziba who was Luffy mixed with Kiel. <laughs> <laughs> oh like, it's just like, oh, Dog, I hated those. Those new characters yeah. so much. There wasn't a one, not not Patroclus or Pyrrha, not any the of those. Girl who took over Raphael's case, I was like, I don't even like what you. Look oh, like. Amy. Yeah. Uh, I didn't like what, her. Well, she she came out a minute ago. She she, she debuted in, in three. three. Yeah. yeah. And then she was her own character. Well, she was on the actual main well, roster. Yeah. It just comes back to they just have to do it. Right. They have to do it. Right. Yeah, they need to put the hard. They need to like make these characters good characters. Right, and then to put the time and the yeah. effort into fleshing out the personalities like, and backstory. Like in, I think it's also kind of ironic because in hindsight, now all the shit that people gave Capcom, now all we want are Street Fighter Three characters. Yeah, yeah, because like, they keep ignoring them. Yeah, it's they like, keep ignoring them. We want like because before you know it was like oh uh, we don't really like Street Fighter Three because a bunch of new characters. But now we're just like, yo, can we get those new characters? And here's the thing. I like the new characters in 3 Like, what, The first time I saw Sean, I was like, who's this kid? Yeah, yeah, he's like, black. There's a lot oh, of he's cool, actually Brazilian. But. Like, yeah. Street Fighter 3 had a lot of cool characters in it. And now people want to see those characters right, back. Because we want to we want to progress the story. Yeah. They keep like giving us past, or they keep giving us intermittence. It's like, no, let's yeah. see what happens after 3. Exactly. We want to see, we want, because I think people just want more characters. Yeah, we want more content. Yeah, I think I could deal with something like that, because... This is nostalgia based, but for some reason, one of my favorite Street Fighters to this day is Street Fighter EX Two. I don't, know, but something about that roster it just made me enjoy it. Though. There's a lot of new characters that yeah. you've never seen before. Listen, I never really got into Street the EXs. Yeah, no, I, I thought they were ugly as they, sin, they, man. They I thought were they were ugly, ugly especially EX Three. But something about EX Two, it felt like out of the, all the EXs was good. It was a, it was played like the North Street Fighter had the originals and a bunch of new characters that like Cracker Jack and all that. No, nah, but I agree with you because like even before all this fighting EX layer shit, I still wanted Skull Mania to show up in Street Fighter yeah. Five. Yeah, for sure. I still wanted yeah. that. Like, I wanted that to happen. Skull Mania was fun. Mm-hmm. He was a fun character. Um. I always want to throw like a random scenario that I thought about when we we're talking about um Capcom. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking about everyone wants we want to see new characters, mm-hmm. but they replaced um if they replaced the whole roster, right? Um, how would you feel? And this kind of goes with any any of the fighting games. How would you feel about like one like other main character being some like 
secret boss or some final boss or having some random stake in the story. If it's still like Street Fighter, still Tekken, still Mortal Kombat, but the whole roster's changed except for that one character who has just a random spot in the story. Mm-hmm. Like the protagonist of Street Fighter is not Ryu's son because he's, but someone who who's maybe also a Shoto. It'll be Ken's son. Or Ken's son, yeah. Or Ken's yeah. it's Ken's son is the protagonist, and but Ryu was like like a I don't want to call him an Akuma type, but like a mix of like a like like a Gotetsu type. Right, I see what you mean. Um, but he's the only one that come back. He's the only one, the Gotetsu Ryu. Again. I kind of said it earlier when I was like, if it was like MK but a different universe, but made some callbacks and stuff like that, I, I'd be down with it. I'm okay. like, I, because that would hit that nostalgia part of me. I'm like, awesome, and but it's still like its own thing. So I think I would thoroughly enjoy something like that. I think it'd be that. cool. I think that. But I want to. I try to be. I'd be more careful with that. Careful. Because you don't want to open that door. Yeah, That's but for all opinion. the characters to come yeah. back as older versions right, of the Yeah, right when you open that door up, it's kind of like you might have went too far. Right? Okay. I think it'd be, I think a cooler thing would be, let's say, oh, um, this masked fighter fights just like Ryu. Oh. Maybe it's Ryu, maybe yeah. not. And just, That's leave, and just leave it at that. that. That's yeah. what I would do. That's, That's a good idea. Yeah. It's kind of like how um, Vigilantes does the whole... You know the one guy's staying, but they never come oh, out right. and say yeah, staying. So you, yeah, so you're just like, oh man, I know that's him, but at the same time, they never confirmed it. Yeah. So it just really drives you, and you're just like, ah, oh, I like that. I mean, the only thing that's they kind of cool. like that I found funny about that is like they kind of confirm it in the sole fact that he gets his nose yeah. brushed off. That's literally the only confirmation yeah, you kind of get. Like, oh, now I know why that. Yeah. Happened. But they were like went like a route like that, but just like then tied in super yeah. special things. Like he could say something that like, oh, that could be real, but maybe not. Like he's, right. like, <laughs> he's like, oh, you remind me of something. Like let's say he's fighting Ken's son. He's like grown up, fighting using show. He's like, you remind me. Just you remind me of him, and then he rolls. Yeah. Oh, like something like that. Like nothing even like exactly. nothing like something that subtle. Yeah, like something like you. It could be him, but maybe not. Like you really don't know. Like I think that would be the smarter route to go. I think. Okay. Because that door being open is dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um. So. Uh, what, like when say they announce a brand new IP, right? Okay. Like we're off of like what bingo if these fighters, fighting yeah, <laughs> yeah, bingo fighter fighting streets. Um, uh, it's no, it's not Street Fighter anymore. It's not Tekken. It's not Mortal Kombat anymore. This is brand new IP. Okay, right, just this brand new IP. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we'll call it we'll we'll call it uh fighting streets bingo fighters. Okay. Um, uh, bing, we'll call it bingo streets. Yeah, bingo streets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so bingo streets comes out right and. You know, it's got a it's a thirty character roster. Okay. Um, when you hear about that, and just assume, just assume it'll be good, right? Just mm-hmm. kind of assume it's gonna be good. Um, uh, Bingo Bingo Streets comes out, and you know, new roster, and they st- maybe start showing stuff up. Uh, what what excitements are there to this brand new big flagship IP? For well, wait, what you mean theoretically? Or theoretically, mean, obviously, like, there's there's not a real Bingo. Well, street. I think there's. Uh, you gain an aspect in that developer. Like, if, like, let's say Capcom or Namco or whatever's making it, you're like, I know, like, the level of quality to expect in that because okay. I know the last dev. And, like, that kind of creates, like, the excitement, like, oh, all these new characters that you've never seen before. I can't wait to see what they can do. Mm-hmm. And whatever meta they decide to go with, like, their, like, specials, whatever they want to do. Yeah, what's going on? be the standout 
of this game compared to like their old fighting games. Yeah, like Bingo Street would obviously have a setup similar in a way where it's you need to hit them with all like with moves in order to do your ultimate move, and then your Bingo would be their ultra. That would be their ultra. <laughs> their Bingo. And you, need, like, and you need to hit those moves all. It's kind of like a, a Susano's. Uh, his own drive. His, his meta, mm-hmm. where you have to hit him. You every move you hit with that move gives you the a different another move, and then yeah. his level his special becomes longer. It's like that, but that's how you do your bingo. Drive. Right, that's, that's the bingo you do drive. Your bingo so, move. You gotta hype me up just saying that. Would be, that would be a good game. It's like all right, bingo drives, and, and that's what it is. That's his bingo drive. That's what their ultra. That's what I would do. Yeah. Stuff like that, and then because of the new game and from like Legendary, yeah, big from universe, it, yeah, it's going to like lead you like, okay, I can't wait for the, the screenshots to come out. I can't wait for to see the trailer. I, I need to see yeah. more of this game. Right, so exactly. I know what it is. Right, right, and what kind of world it builds. Yeah. Do you guys think um, the story of the game is just as important as all that? Oh too? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's a, a I think story may be just as important because yeah. you need to have a reason to like these characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Have a reason because we can't go back to blank yeah. like characters like back in the past. Yeah, it goes back to like when you had me on the podcast talk about main characters. You're like, okay, is this going to be that generic protag? What's this guy going to be about? Yeah, who's the protagonist of yeah. Bingo Streets? Yeah, yeah. Like, is it someone that's coming from Bingo Streets? What is Bingo Streets? His name is Roland, by the way. Roland. Yeah. Roland, Roland yeah. from Bingo Street. Yeah, or Roland. He's is Bingo see, Street like an actual street? or No, is it... Bingo Street is actually a city. Yeah. Oh, the whole but city it, is yeah, the city of Bingo it, Street. Yeah, Bingo Street is a city, yeah. Okay. But Roland's obviously from like the ghettos of Bingo yeah, the, Street. He's from B Street. From B yeah. Street, okay. The antagonist yeah. is the governor of the city because yeah. he's trying to destroy all the ghettos in yeah. the city. Gotcha. He, he's trying to get Bingo, and he's going to get Bingo by taking out all B, B Street, mm-hmm. I Street, and, and street, street. All the streets, he's going to get Bingo. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Right, right. It sounds, it sounds fucking sick. I don't know if you got like the rolling, but you know you like roll the thing. That's oh, right yeah, there. Yeah, you like. Yeah, I guess like it should be called crime or something. I don't know. <laughs> rolling is pretty cool. Rolling from the ghettos of Bingo Street. From B Street. Uh, from B Street, I'm sorry. Yeah. From uh, from B Street, the ghettos, the ghetto of Bingo Street. Yeah. Right, and each one is kind of like a higher. Yeah, yeah. It's like a higher one. O Street is more affluent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. O Street is like top. The right. Pre- the preppy fires. Yeah. Right. That's where like the blonde like that's yeah. that's where that typical like, like blonde the prep school yeah. prep rich, school rich, rich fighter yeah. that fights in some type of aikido or yeah. judo or something. His rivals like family like came from B- like O Street. Mm-hmm. But, like, his father, like, fucked it up, so now they live in B Street. Oh, okay. That's his oh, okay, so his rival... Is, so like, they, they kind of, they're they both... Yeah. They both live in B Street, right, but the yeah. one has the... Like, he, he has the knowledge of O Street. Right, yeah, exactly. Your, your best friend, like, friend character, like Ken, mm-hmm. he would be, like, someone who lived in, like, O Street, but his mm-hmm. parents disowned him because he wasn't too understanding, yeah. so he had to live on B Street with you. He's like, we're an O family, yeah. but you want to go hang out with the B family? Go. Go live with the B family. He's like, I'll always be a B. Right, exactly. <laughs> Uh, in order to get to like the, the like the heights like where the governor is, mm-hmm. you have to go through like the zone that's called like the free space zone. Free space. And that's how you okay. get there. So you say the final boss would be like in the free space. That's like the name of the final yeah, boss. Yeah, that's probably free space would probably be like the name of that organization. That's right, the free space organization. Yeah, the free space. He's like they could branch. They could free space. They could branch out in any direction. Yeah, any they, direction they want. Yeah, they they're called free space, but in reality, they want to lock you down. You know, it's not free. You know, um, when you fight on um, 
games and you get the negative mode because you guard or something mm. so much. That could be called Snake Eyes or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, get the announcer from Skullgirls on this game. Yeah, with, with uh, a new game like that, like Bingo Streets, I mm-hmm. think like the prospect of the roster is is the most ex- yeah, is exciting yeah. for me. Because um, I always say the one thing I miss the most in in fighting games from when I was young to now is just like that pure that pure excitement of like choosing of choosing a new main yeah. without any like mm-hmm. past concepts of like of the character, right. like what fighters you know. Clearly, you have the characters that you like to play as. Mm-hmm. Street Fighter, you've been playing these characters for 30 years. Tekken, you've been playing these characters for 30 years. Right. MK, you've been playing these characters for 30 years. Bravo. Or, yeah, Bravo. That's, that Jeez. game's the best situation. All of us were going into that game blind. I was like, okay, this guy looks interesting. Yeah. Right? Seriously. But in Bingo Streets, you've never yeah, played these whole, characters. Yeah, so you see all game. these characters, the ones from B... From from B, from I, from N, yeah. from G, from O. Maybe there's like three characters that work for the governor in free space. Yeah. And then you have the governor who maybe is, you know, this this playable character who's clearly going to be a, yeah. a, a non-cheap boss. Yeah. He'll be a humanoid boss with no shifts and right. and you can just test yourself. Yeah, he always has bingo. So he, he always, always has bingo, like, do yeah. like his bingo moves. Or he'll just have a uh, cheat mode at the, when he's a boss character. He'll yeah. have um, game master mode. Yeah, yeah. He'll, <laughs> he'll have like the free space so yeah. he'll always get like one hit on you. Right, yeah. and he can he can erase your bingo yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, he'll like take one and say, wow. Oh, I hate this guy already. Yeah. yeah. So, bingo. that's what excites me the most. Yeah. It's just, because me personally, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't chosen a new, a new main in a long time no, without any preconceived notions right. of the characters. Mm-hmm. So that's what excites me in a new game, mm-hmm. which is why I was kind of excited to go back to Bloody Roar with like a brand new brain right. to see what character I'll gravitate uh, towards now, which is stunned now when, when I was a kid, it was Busuzima. Yeah. That's sad. I feel like I haven't chose chosen out like a new main like off of just pure will on a game since Injustice 2 because um I already had Harley and people before but then when I saw Cheetah I was like I don't know if she plays the way I think she is but I feel like she is I'm gonna try her out and then I was like wrecking stuff with her I was like awesome yeah for her being one of the worst characters in the game I think like even in those cases though it's not as impactful when you know it's just being built on a game that you already have mm-hmm. like kind of a, a relationship with the characters. Yeah, you already like those like, characters. Yeah. There's something about literally turning on a car- a game you've never played, yeah. never seen anything about, like, and picking like that character. What is that game that Bravo came for? What's it called? Chaos, Chaos Code. Code. Chaos Code. That, that, like, that company's going through it right now. Yeah, but we, they, didn't they like, say they're making a sequel? Yeah, they're dropping it oh. in a month, but it's a, it, that's it after that. Really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's a lot of drama that we can't get onto in the yeah, show, but... A game like that, or like a game like I played that Grand Blue game recently. Yeah. Where you just like, uh, it just go back to, y'all had to talk before about which, what do you look for in a character and stuff. Right. We, if you had the pure bliss of that with a whole new roster, that would be great. I know, and it's, sure. it's, it's kind of lost because there's like eight there's, characters now, yeah. That's oh, Grand Blue, that's my problem. I won't get it until the roster's yeah. way fuller than that. But that's kind of the problem now with, goes back to all these sequels, and there's nothing wrong inherently with the sequels, right. but you don't get that. Maybe you get the excitement of seeing your character come back, mm-hmm. but you don't get the excitement of like feeling out the roster again, right. of seeing who you gravitate to. Because you might discover something new about yourself choosing a new main that you just didn't realize. Maybe you like a certain type of character, mm-hmm. but you didn't know you did because they bring back the character you've always used. Exactly. I had that moment with Skullgirls because never in my life did I ever like a grappler character before. Because when I first started playing Skullgirls, I just sticked to Philia and um, Misfortune. Okay. Then after a while, I was just like, yo, I really like Sarah Bella's design. I like her personality. I like her story. So I gave her a try. I was like, I'm really enjoying her. So 
See, it, and yeah. that was exciting as hell, wasn't it? Yeah. So yeah, Bingo Streets. When that game comes out, Bingo Streets I, gonna be fucking Bingo lit, Street's dog. Bingo Streets gonna be fucking dope, dude. Bingo Streets gonna be fucking sick. All right. Well, that was. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing to say. About right. That. That's 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 <laughs> it. That's um. It is what it is. <laughs> go after listen to this podcast. Fund us so we can Make create Bingo, Bingo streets, streets for you guys. Come to a PS box near you. Yeah, PS yeah. box near you guys, or a Switch version coming later. We'll switch it up. Yeah. Um. So. Um. You guys don't have any more questions or concerns about anything? Um. No. I, I don't have anything. All right. You know, I will leave it on this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Bingo Streets <laughs> over MEC2. I knew it. I was like, hold on, where's that? You heard it here, guys. Bingo Streets over MVC2, straight from the Jamaican Shake's mouth. I can't wait till Bingo Streets is at Evo. It's oh. It's going to be fucking lit. It is. It's going to be lit. I can't wait to see who's, like, top tier. Who's, Honestly. Who's bottom tier. Okay. Well, that's the show, everybody. Uh, thanks for tuning in, but most importantly, thank you guys for coming in and answering these wonderful questions, giving us insight onto what you think is overrated, what your favorite, least favorite boss battles are, what you look for in games, and the future prospects of Bingo Streets. So, please reintroduce yourself. I'm your boy, Bunzai NBC2 Wolfburger! And. I'm your boy, the Jamaican Shake Bingo Street. <laughs> Guy. <laughs> and Goodbye. I'm McWhoopie Goldberg, and this has been the Bottom of the Pit podcast where we look to the moon and swap our palettes. And we will see y'all on the next one.